This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. It's freaking opening day. It took a lockout. It took blood, sweat, and tears. It took Bob Castellini, the owner of the Reds, to just get his checkbook out and finally allow us to play some baseball April 7th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice. That's Colby Olson. I'm Peter Apple, and we're going over our best bets for opening day for 2022. If you are watching this on YouTube, give us a comment. Tell us who you're betting on for opening day. Toss us a like and, of course, subscribe. And then we'd like to thank all the people listening on audio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you leave us a five-star review, let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. But Colby, 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 opening day, not gambling advice. It feels so good to be back. It feels insane, Peter. You were up last year, almost 16 units on the year, winning record. But guess what, Peter? Day one of the MLB season. You know what that means? We get to wipe the, the slate completely clean, zero and zero. Show me what you're made of this year. I think we're going to start the year hot. I like a 3-0 and day. It would be phenomenal to start the year 3-0. and I'm not going to say it's, you know, it's not gambling advice. It's not gambling, it's gambling advice. advice. But I think I like it. I love it. And I love our three picks. We also have a pick that we think you should stay away from. And we had a fourth and we're going to talk about it. I don't think that we're going to bet on it, but we definitely do have our three best bets. We were up last year, 15.67 units over the regular season and the postseason. but you're only as good as your most recent bet. And like you said, the, the slate is being wiped clean. And we have opening day. So let's get to our first bet. Actually, before we get to our best bets, let's talk about the bet that we were talking about pre-record and why we just backed off it a little bit. And that's the Brewers against the Cubs at 2.20 p.m. Eastern at Wrigley Field. It's a day game, classic Wrigley-type feel in Chicago. It's Kyle Hendricks taking on Corbin Burns. We thought possibly Marcus Stroman was going to make this start, but it looks like Kyle Hendricks is slated to make that opening day start. And you have him facing the 2021 Cy Young Award winner in the National League in Corbin Burns. Right now, the Brewers are minus 170 to win it. So we were thinking about taking their run line, but Colby, there is something about this line that scares me when I'm going to take the Brewers to win by more than one run. Because if you take a minus one and a half, they have to win by at least two runs. 
Kyle Hendricks, as bad as he is, and as bad as he's been historically, and especially lately, not historically, that's unfair. Mostly lately, he used to be a good pitcher. Now, not so much. He's consistently on the Barrel Alerts Twitter page, which is a great one if you guys want to go follow that. In 253 plate appearances against this Brewers current roster, he's working to a 3.23 FIP, a 291 WOBA, a 294 X WOBA, and a 238 batting average against. And that's 253 plate appearances. Then for the Corbin Burns against this Cubs roster. It's only 66 plate appearances, but he's pitched to a 287 FIP, a 291 Woba, 300 X Woba, and a 212 X batting average against. I know the Cubs aren't going to hit him, but I'm a little worrisome that the Brewers are not going to have that much success of Hendricks either. Are we missing something here, Peter? The over under line is 11 runs. And I, I don't know if I'm missing something, if this is a trap line, because the weather in Chicago tomorrow is very suspect. It's a classic miserable april day in chicago the windy city which is not named the windy city because of the wind actually i won't get into that whole mess right now but it's going to be 45 degrees with 18 mile an hour winds tomorrow and really it depends on which way those winds are blowing at wrigley field right if they're blowing out maybe the run line is 11 but if they're blowing in it could be a completely different story especially with corbin burns wind or not i love him to put up an amazing showing right but Kyle Hendricks seems like a guy that that could actually have variations in the way he succeeds on the mound, depending on the way the wind is blowing, because his pitches might move differently if the wind is blowing differently, right? This is a guy that throws, what does he throw now, Peter? 85 miles an hour, maybe, on a good day. This under, to me right now, is looking appetizing. It yeah, looks very, very appetizing. The under 11, because I saw it at 10 and a half as well, but you have it as 11? It's minus 120 at 11, but I think we have to take a good, strong look at that one as a bonus pick. And that's why I'm so excited to use chalkboard because you'll find that in the episode link description. That's our link to more, more recent picks, live bets, picks that come to us, not our three posted picks. We're also going to be delivering props as well. So make sure you're joined in our chalkboard. Basically think of it as a better sports discord. Colby, I think we might have to look at the under. I really am liking that under 11. Peter, do we want to move on to our best bets, though? Let's not leave the people hanging here. But you also have two pitchers that are both excellent against each other. So, yeah, let's move on to our best bets. But we are definitely looking at this under. So the first best bet and our two best bets come from the same game. That's the Cleveland Guardians taking on the Kansas City Royals on opening day at 410 Eastern at Kauffman Stadium. So Zach Greinke is pitching against Shane Bieber. I can tell you how good Shane Bieber is, but you probably already know he's second best to win Cy Young in the American League in terms of odds at plus 700 before the season starts. And he's been great against the Royals. Not amazing, but a 3-8-7 FIP against the Royals' current roster with 147 plate appearances. But this Royals lineup just isn't that good. Then they go, but... They go over and the Guardians are going to face Zach Grinke, who's had a ton of success against the Guardians in 62 plate appearances against their current roster. 3.08 FIP, 215 Woba, 236 X Woba, 207 batting average. Our best picks, we're going with the Cleveland Gardens, Guardians money line at minus 115, and we're going under nine runs. Right now, under eight and a half is posted at plus 100. 
but we are finding lines that are around under nine runs at about minus 115. I do think it goes under eight and a half anyway, but you really were the engineer behind this under. So tell me why you love the under, because I love the Guardians money line. I think Shane Bieber is going to shove and they're going to win. No, Peter, I'm the engineer behind this next under we have. Never mind. I'm a, but, I must be. Uh, we're the engineer behind all of this anyway. Yes, yes, yes. This is, but regardless, I really like this under, again, scoring is down throughout April historically. Last year, it was a 90 WRC plus across the league in April. And for reference, from June on, June, July, August, September, the league had 100 WRC plus. So historic. And if you want to look, if you want to go, okay, the 2020 season and short and spring training last year, and that kind of threw things off. Looking back at 2019, it was a 93 WRC plus in April. So historically, April is a very, very bad month for hitters. They have to catch up. It's cold weather. Pitchers are usually ahead. And even though the pitchers had a short in spring training, bullpens are ready to go, right? So I do like most of the unders on this board just for that reason. Um, but when you're putting together Shane Bieber coming out with injury concerns over his head. He wants to get this season off to the right foot here, right? I see it a day for him, which is six innings, one earned run, you know, seven Ks and, and he puts together a gem. And then on, on the Royal side of things, right? Grinky is 38 years old, yeah. but he still gets the job done. He really yeah. does still get the job done. I, I could see Grinky being a quality start machine this year where he just goes six innings, three earned runs, nothing sexy, but he gets the job done. And the Guardians win the game, you know, four to one. It goes under, Guardians win. Guardians are the better team, and they have their ace on the mound who's looked great in spring training so far. The worry about Shane Bieber was the dip in velocity. But in spring training, he's 94 to 96, and he's still got that bender of a curveball that's maybe one of the best curveballs in the entire sport. Not maybe, is one of the best curveballs in the entire sport. Then you have Grinky on the other side. Normally on opening day, Grinky gives you a good start and he's facing a Cleveland Guardians lineup that's just generally weak and Grinky has had success already against this Cleveland Guardians lineup. So that's why we love Guardians minus 115 on the money line and we like the under nine runs. So those are our two best bets. But let's move on to our third and final best bet and I'll throw it over to you because this is actually the under that you engineered and I freaking love it. I mean, this pick, I, this pick is unbelievably smart for me. Braves, Reds, under eight and a half. And there's like five different reasons why I love this pick. First of all, going back to my point about scoring being down, scoring across the board is down. But guess what? You have Tyler Maley on the mound for the Reds, who is incredible on the road. Incredible, incredible. on the road. At home, 5.09 ERA for his career, 3.7 eight ERA on the road, right? So you're and getting a much different pitcher on the road. Last season, his ERA was in the fives at home and in the twos on the road. Great American Ballpark is a space station. We've talked about it before. In terms of baseball savant park factor, second best stadium to hit at. Guess what? They're in Atlanta where Tyler Malley is much better, but then they face a lefty. And when the Reds face a lefty, it gets interesting, doesn't it? They had the third worst lineup against lefties last year, an 80 WRC plus. And it's not like we're talking about just some regular old lefty here, right? This is Max Freed. This is a guy that has potential to win a Cy Young this year. 
he's going to mow this team down. He's going to mow this team down. And remember, they don't have Jesse Winker on this team anymore, right? They don't have Eugenio Suarez. The only two people on this Reds team that really can make an impact at the plate above average are Jonathan India and Joey Votto. And Joey Votto isn't even that spectacular against lefties. And I'm glad. I feel like you kind of teed me up too because the only hitter on the Reds that could hit lefties last year is no longer a red in Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos is on the Phillies now. So if you're looking for that one big right-handed bat, of course, Jonathan India can be that guy, but he's one out of nine and he's the leadoff guy. Also a guy like Joey Votto, he's a great hitter, obviously, and he's going to bang just like we said this year. But if you had to check it out, he's better against right-handed pitching. He's still going to rake against lefties, but he's not that same guy. So this Reds team, they're bad against lefties. They're going up against Max Freed, who's good enough to win a side young and in max freed's career versus the reds he's pitching to a 2.21 fip and a 180 woba and a 220 batting average against they have never hit him but then you look at tyler malley's last start his lone start against the braves last year he went six innings four runs guess what colby was he away or was he at home he was of course at home peter he, he was, was of course, course at he home was at- <laughs> He was at Coors Field light, and and it really is. It's like 90% of Coors Field. It's terrible to pitch it in Great American Ballpark. This game is not. It's at Truist Ballpark. The other thing I want to bring up is you might be thinking, yes, the Braves have an electric offense. Austin Riley's a killer. Matt Olson is a killer. But this team does not have Ronald Acuna Jr. for the first month of the season. And so that definitely has an impact on their run scoring potential in a game like this. I'm all over unders to begin with. And when you break it down with, you know, Tyler Maley on the road, when you break it down with the Reds being terrible against lefties, when you break it down, them facing Max Freed, and then the Braves offense isn't at full strength. It's an absolute no-brainer to, to do under eight and a half. Let's just keep piling on. Ozzy Albies is a guy who's much better against left-handed pitching. He'll be on the left side because he's going to face a righty. Tyler Malley against these Braves. He's pitched to a 3.11 FIP and a 236 batting average against. So what you have is a Reds team that can't hit lefties facing a Cy Young caliber lefty who has already had experience against them before. And the, the Reds lineup is just not as good as it was last year. Then on the Braves side, you're facing a righty in Tyler Malley, who is a good pitcher, has had success against them before. His lone bad start at home where he already struggles, he's much better on the road. That's like eight things that point to this under and there's absolutely nothing that points to the over obviously anything can happen in baseball that's why it's not gambling advice in the sense because anything can really happen in the baseball game but these are three picks that i will be putting a unit on just like i did last year i will put one unit on each of our three best bets and then we'll track how that did at the end of the season. So make sure that you're following us on TikTok at just baseball fans. We'll be doing three picks a day there. Check out the chalkboard in our episode link description to find out more. And also you can find the write-ups on justbaseball.com. Also on my Twitter at Peter Apple 23. That's Colby on, on Colby Olson eight on Twitter. Correct. Colby underscore Olson three. Colby underscore Olson three. That'll be in the episode link description as well. I like this, what we're doing here, because a little bit shorter, we're just giving the people the best bets of the day. It was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. We just came with the stats. We came with our reasoning. And if you're not tailing, what are you doing? But it's not gambling advice. It's not gambling advice anyway. 
anyway, so get your Just Baseball merch in the episode link description as well. I'm rocking my Just Baseball tee brought to us by our friends at Pillbox. So with that, thank you, everybody.